Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my co-host, Shane Speak, and this is Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast. This is another special episode that we're doing with somebody from across the pond, and we are excited to have Karen Frey, the the founder, co-founder of of Festival of the Unexplained. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That always gets everyone. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I want to welcome you to the show. Um, thank you for taking time out to do this. Um, it's been a little bit in the making. Um, so what I want to do is I, I first want to give a shout out to um, Brian Lafferty from Huntophobia and Parapost. Um, this is our next or our, another addition to a platform that we do our show on. So if anybody knows anything about Parapost, um, it's on Facebook. Um, it's actually a um, media and it's an app that you can download that you can connect with people in the paranormal, kind of like Facebook. And Brian is Lex and Taryn now, who has joined the the ranks of that. And it's just fantastic. So if anybody doesn't know who it is, then you should probably check out Parapost. You can check it out on Facebook. And you can check it out on, on uh, Google Play or Apple. So... Having said that, let's get started. And welcome, Karen. And uh, I'll let you go first. Let's talk a little bit about um, what you got going on with the Festival of the Unexplained. So it's happening here in the UK, in the West Midlands. Well, in the Midlands, in the middle part of the of England, basically. <clears throat> it's a three-day, two-night convention. No, no, actually, it's a three, yeah, no, a three day, two night convention, and then we've got a separate ghost hunt as well on the Sunday. That's cool. So, mm-hmm. um, been going for, I've been doing this kind of stuff for about five years, but renamed, relaunched last year, basically, and uh, did loads of free online full weekend conventions during the lockdowns, during the whole COVID thing. Um, and then, oh, this weekend convention was basically born out of that. Wow. So um, talk a little bit about um, some of the, the things in the paranormal um, with the festival, like who you have coming and uh, some of the events that are going to be planned for that. So we have Mike, Brandon and Chris from Haunted Towns, the Ray Chasers. Okay. Um, we have Patty Negri. Oh, as well. Um, this is where my brain goes blank every time. Uh, Daniel Class from the Hinsdale House. Yeah, that's a cool place. Yeah, I've been there. I'd love to go there. Um, then we've also got Maria Schmidt, who's the world's largest ghost hunt founder. Okay, and then. I also got it from uh, Rob Thompson from the Ghost Finders. He's coming over. And then we've got a few people from the UK, ufologists, cryptozoologists, uh, historians. And we've got about 13 speakers altogether. Wow. Over the, over the two days. Okay. Um, how long would you say that you've been involved in the paranormal? So, I've been investigating since how many years now? Five, five, maybe six years now. I think. Okay. Cool. Not as long as some people out there. I know some right. people longer than me. So. <laughs> um, was there something in particular that you had happened to you that got you into it, or is it just something a general interest? Um. I work mediumship wise and I've, I've always done that okay. and had an opportunity to go to an investigation um, locally to me. And that was it one night and I was hooked. Right. It doesn't take much. <laughs> Literally one evening. That was it. I was like, right. When can we go to the next one? And talk a little bit about that investigation, if you if you want. Um, what were some of the, the highlights of that investigation that you really kind of hooked you into that? 
I think it was the people, it was the experiences. I'd never used a board before, a Ouija board or anything like that before. Um, I hadn't really used like the equipment and stuff like that because obviously I'd never done one. So it was just quite interesting of actually how it's done. I've watched TV shows and everything like everybody else over the years. Sure. But watching something and actually going to something are totally different. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, you know, you've got filming for, I don't know, a day or two for 45 minutes of footage. Whereas yes. in an investigation, if something happens, I always say, like, if something happens, fantastic. If it doesn't, well, let's just hope we all had a great night and we all go home happy. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so you were talking about a little bit about the, you said that you're a medium, I'm understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Talk a little bit about um, with us um, some of your experiences with that or how long that you've been involved in the mediumship. On and off since I was a child. Okay. Um, but then probably in the last 15 years, I was thinking how old I was then for a minute. So probably <laughs> the last 15 years, um, I've been doing it a lot more. Like I do one-to-one readings and stuff, um, do platform nights, work on investigations, not always, because not everyone likes a medium on an investigation. And and if you've got public as well, you know, I feel that they come for an experience, not just to listen to me waffle, as is the way I put it. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, I've kind of linked in for Spirit for a, for a long time, basically. And I used to uh, pick up on information and I used to see things and have a different like experiences and stuff. And they say sometimes it's it kind of leaves and comes back. It doesn't so much leave and come back. I went through my teenage years and I was like, yeah, don't want to do this. You know, not interested. Mm-hmm. Everybody just thinks I'm weird, you know. Just oh, been, yeah, been, been there, done that. <laughs> so. I can totally relate to that. Um, with all the, the the up and coming, I would say mediums and um, psychics um, as of late, how do you feel about the whole mediumship field? I mean, do you think that now that social media has basically been, you know, that's kind of a platform for like the paranormal and, and other things and, I think the mediumship is is really starting up and coming. What are your opinions on some of the people claiming and going through, you know, social media saying, you know, I'm a psychic medium, I can do this, I can do that. I mean, do you think that it's kind of saturated? I feel it's like I went, um, it was yesterday. I just scrolled through Facebook quickly yesterday, I think it was. And every few posts now you've got, somebody either offering readings or offering their services and so on but whether i see so much of it because i kind of follow that type of stuff or whether it is the fact that there is a lot of it out there Mm -hmm. um i've done like live readings and stuff on facebook in Mm -hmm. different platforms and things at at different times um not very often not very often at all. I probably I did one in January, and I haven't planned to do another one anytime soon. Right. Um, but yeah, there seems to be more and more people coming out and saying, not just saying, but a lot of people coming out and saying that they can read and so on, and offering readings and everything. But I do feel like the past probably. 18 months it seems to be like mainstream online on everything yes yeah i've noticed it my feed is filled with people that with new stuff and you know hey i'm a medium you know yeah you kind of take that with a grain of salt i mean not to say that you know um these people who claim to be aren't um there are some people that are scammers out there there are some people that are fake and 
this and that. I mean, we've ran into that as of late. Um, it's affected quite a few different people um, that I know. Um, but the one thing that I do know is that being in the paranormal field, especially even with mediums and psychics, um, the family aspect of it has been really positive in my opinion and the support throughout the pair the, the paranormal field has been just outstanding to me um you're gonna have all these other people you know claiming this or claiming that but you know you surround yourself with you know positive people in this net and i think that that mm -hmm. this show has and you know meeting people like you and other guests that i've had on the show is an, a, a testament to what kind of what we do and to educate people and to let people know what's going on in the paranormal and, you know, different ideas and different, you know, things that are happening. Um, so having said that, do you do a lot of interviews or do you know, or do you have friends that do podcasts or, you know, other shows or this or that? Yeah. Well, I used to, um, through lockdown, I actually set up um, a network myself, um, okay. and we had multiple different shows, different people, not just UK, but America as well, mm -hmm. um, doing shows on all sorts of different things. And then after all the lockdowns and everything, I decided, <coughs> got to a point, I was like, I haven't got the time to dedicate to this anymore. Yeah, we understand. <laughs> so... And we were having, well, I can't remember how many, about seven different shows a week or something. Wow. I think we literally had one every day. Um, so Not it was much. just, yeah, it was too much. It was a lot of work. And even people don't realize, it's like even just doing the posts out online and advertising the event and trying to get it out there. And then Facebook stops everything because it's like, oh, you're spamming groups. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to share multiple different things, but you're not allowing me to. So now I'm spamming. So now I'm on a ban. Yeah. And um, it kind of, <laughs> I got to the point, I was like, you know what? I'm fed up with these bans. I'm just going to give up. <laughs> I've had enough. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed too on Facebook is that there's, there's a lot of trolls who like to report people because of that of something they don't like or whatever. And it, it really has nothing to do with them. But you're going to get that mm -hmm. everywhere. I mean, even on, on Instagram or even Twitter or whatnot, you know, it's just it's a matter of, you know, it, sometimes you're just trying to roll the dice and say, OK, I'm going to do this show and I'm going to have this. I thank God I've not had anybody report me for anything because I, I don't know, but I just I'm glad. But and <laughs> I say that now, you know. But yeah, I've had it happen um, a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just number one, people have too many time, too much time on their hands, you know. And I just don't agree with all this, you know, reporting this, reporting that. If you've got a substantial reasoning, yeah, I get it. If it's something that you don't like, it's not something you prefer. Besides the whole. Um, gross factor or the inappropriate factor you know if it's just your opinion that you don't agree on paranormal or anything like that then just keep scrolling or you know look yeah, at keep scrolling. Up, you know and <laughs> so mm -hmm. i haven't ran into that but um you know hearing you talk about about that and even when with the lockdown it's just been it's been crazy and things are getting better here now but it's been what two years you know, I mean, it's just it. Things are yeah. crazy. People want to get out of their house. People want us, especially in the paranormal field. They want to start investigating. They want to, you know, start putting up their events. They want to do this, you know. And you know, I try to um, post and try to, you know, support and share people's events and this and that. Um, but it's just the fact that there are so many people out there that don't like that. That try to inject their opinion. Which you're going to get everywhere, but still, but what the paranormal field, I think, is, like I said, it's one big family. So, you know, with you, I, I don't know exactly how the paranormal field kind of differs between um, being overseas to being in America. You know, I've never been over there. Um, so I 
is it is it different is it more of a still a family or is it, it do you do you find that we run into kind of the same gamut of things over here it's it depends you've got different groups that hang out with other groups um mm -hmm. teams um then you've got people that just go out and do their own thing mm -hmm. yeah that's don't get involved <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yeah you just get your different you get like your little pockets of people right, then. right. that's how yes. i put it right yeah I think we have some of that here too. We we have quite a many different little pockets, but I think it's um, everybody knows somebody. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like yeah. it's that's why it's just and you know getting rid of my my you know stuff on my Facebook page that was basically all friends that I had that were all into politics, and I was just tired of it. I said this is not who I. Yeah, am. I, I did the purge. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got did, rid I of a lot of political and then, you know, and then I I filled my page with people or normal people yeah or normal people like-minded people you know and you know and to each his own i mean people want to do all that other stuff that's 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 on them but you know it's just i just believe i really believe in and paranormal the, the paranormal teams and even the field itself is has been coming together but it's also exploding too have you seen a surge in i was i wanted to ask this earlier did you have you seen a surge in like energy shifts or being a being a medium uh, like energy shifts or an increase in paranormal activity i see a lot of people have said this and okay. they've asked this question um not so much asked this question directly but it has been something of a discussion because obviously through the lockdowns and everything and no one going out and everyone was like oh do you think it's gonna heighten up more mm -hmm. But then, you're stuck in the same room with it. You can't leave. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, it's personally, though, when going to locations, what people remember is those locations have not always been investigated. And mm -hmm. that for many years, they were probably left dormant and nothing was going on mm -hmm. and nobody sure. was going in there. Okay, I understand from the aspect of going back, going in and people being in and out of there week in, week out, to then there being nothing again. Right. And no one going. Right. But it's no different to what it was before. Right, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Um, so, like, have you been on an investigation recently or? Yeah, did one last weekend. Okay. Awesome. Um. Did you um, have some good finds, or was it uh, just a kind of normal? It was interesting. Um, we had different things come through Spirit Box. Um, we had funny because we tried the Esther's method, and we had three different people do it, and mm -hmm. we got nothing. That's really? that's normal. From any of them, <laughs> um, we've tried it. It's uh, um, normal. I guess. I guess I'm. I'm a little behind the time. What is the Estes part? Estes. Estes part. That's basically where one person has the blindfold and the oh, noise okay, canceling okay, headphones, okay. and then okay. they're usually in another room or sensory deprivation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. called. I guess I just never knew what it was called. Yeah, we've I've tried been thinking it a lot about that. We lately. usually don't get anything, so I, I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. We've done it before in locations. And we've been getting that much stuff come through. We've had to like switch out the person. Um, but yeah, last week, literally nothing. It literally, not one word or sound or anything. Um, and it's like a lot of the, the guests and things were taking photos and videos. And they had some different things come up in their photos and their videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really a person for orbs and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. But they were interesting videos that these people caught. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Because <coughs> there was nothing there than there was. Same with the pictures. Obviously, as you guys know, you take multiple pictures straight away, one after the other, mm -hmm. with no gaps, literally just snap, 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 snap. 
um and two different people or there's two or three different people took photos different areas and they all picked up on different things mm-hmm. that's well. pretty cool <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't look you can see and it's not i don't i don't i generally don't believe um, same with the videos. I generally don't believe it was us because you could see dust on the video, but this was come. This was nothing like the way it was moving, the way it was traveling, the size, the shape, the the light, everything else compared to like the dust that had just come down moments before, and it was going mm-hmm. in a completely different direction. Oh. Oh. I know a lot of people don't believe in them, and I'm not 100 percent convinced, my personally myself. But yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, I went to a, yeah, I went to a Masonic temple last night. I got home at four in the morning this morning. So that was a pretty good investigation. We didn't get too much. It was pretty quiet, but there's some strange stuff in those spaces. I can tell you that. (laughs) So with the, um, the festival of the unexplained, um, that kind of ties in the whole, um, like the paranormal family type type thing i mean how did you get in touch with um the wrath chasers so all the people pretty much all the people that are speaking at the convention did my online festivals during lockdown so i interviewed them all for those um the first two we did like the 36 hours and 42 and the last one we did i think was like 52 hours straight and we raised money for charity wow um for that one i can't remember actually i think i just reached out to them and just said you know i'm putting this on would Mm -hmm. you be interested in taking part in kind of like um doing an interview i think it was kind of like how it came about in the first place i thought well don't ask you don't get you know, right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But they're great. I can't wait to meet them. Right. In a few weeks. Not long now at all. It's getting closer and closer very, very quickly. Um, but I'm really looking forward to meet, meeting all three of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they just make me laugh. Just, I just think they're funny. <laughs> yeah. But they're serious when they need to be as well. But they're just generally, they're genuine. Right, people. right, right. That's what I like about them. Right, right. And like Patty messaged me the other day and said she can't wait to meet me. I'm like, are you mad? I can't wait to meet you. I don't know why you're excited (laughs) to meet me. (laughs) You're exciting, you know. Yeah, right. See, see. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, you also part of the Haunted Magazine. Yeah, I'm the advertising executive for Haunted Magazine. Wow. Um. Not last, just before lockdowns again, so not last year before, um, Andy and Paul approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in signing the advertising space for the magazine. I love the magazine. Mm-hmm. I've been reading it for a long time, and it it was, didn't even have to think about it. I automatically replied as soon when they asked. My automatic response was yes. When? Mm-hmm. What do we need to do? All right. Right. But yeah, we, um, so the magazine is like in so many different places now. Right. Mm -hmm. Even in, um, in bookstores in the US, it's in bookstores in the UK, um, which you, it's subscription. You can still do your subscription and you can get it posted to you. So it comes through your door. Mm. And there's quite a few haunted locations that actually stock it as well. It's not just US and UK. You've got, um, Australia and stuff too. Oh wow! So it just goes all over the place. Mm-hmm. How long has that magazine been going? It's been going. This is where I'll see if I get it right or not. Now, <laughs> I think it's been going for about eight or ten years. Oh wow! Yeah, it just came on my radar a couple of years ago, and I just, um, I always thought it was cool. Um, I've interviewed a couple, I think a couple of people that have been in the magazine actually. And so, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I think that it's needed, you know, I mean, before I even heard about it, I was kind of thinking it'd be cool if somebody had a magazine, 
that was dedicated to this. And here, not too long after that, I saw that. I was like, well, I guess that answers that question, you know, so. Cool. <laughs> But it's, um, it is interesting, and like obviously, lots of different subjects have, are covered. And like articles, anyone can um, submit an article. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. About different things. So hmm, that's tempting. <laughs> that's very tempting for Shane. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah. He's a he's he's a a science. Uh, I would say science and paranormal are who Shane is. Yeah, that's me. So, and I like, I like research papers and writing and doing things. So maybe I'll come up with some, a good article and ship it your way. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Yep. Data analysis article on for ghost data. Yep. Yeah. There's been a lot of people that's been interested in, in, in that paper. <laughs> yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, I do ghost hunting different than pretty much every other ghost hunter on the planet. So I have an automated equipment that does computer logging. And so we, we log everything and then we go back later and use statistics to find out, okay, did, did we really get a change in EMF readings? Did we really get ions, you know, change, you know, did we have temperature changes, things like that during our EVP and question sessions? And so then we actually end up with empirical numeric evidence for, you know, stuff or against, I mean, most of the time you don't get anything and it's just a flat line and, you know, pretty boring, but occasionally we do get some pretty crazy, um, I'm going to call them coincidences at first, but, you know, once you get a lot of them, it gets to be a little bit more than that. So, so it's a, just a totally different way, kind of takes the human out of the circle because, computers just log data they don't care yeah. about pareidolia they don't care about you know what their mind thinks they just put the numbers down and you know you do the you do the math and okay did you know x event correlate with the data yep it did so that's evidence or nope it didn't well on to the next time you know hmm. so it's just a lot different method and a lot i don't know there's a few universities have done some studies in limited ways and wrote some papers and that turned out pretty good. But, you know, this is kind of a new area in the field that I'm pushing into. So we're, we're going to be doing some more of that uh, with Brian Lath and some other guys, uh, Brandon Masello and, and Dave, Dave. So we're going to, we're going to have some good stuff to publish here probably in another few months. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, yeah. See, see, Shane's such an inter inter interesting guy. I could listen to him all night talk about this stuff. I mean, because of the, see, I, we're I the yin and yang. I'm the science, yeah. and he's the spiritual. So that was yeah. the whole point of starting this show was to try yeah. to balance that. Yeah. You know, because I'm about as spiritual as a rock. Right. So, <laughs> you know, you so know, he talks if, I can't, if I can't measure yeah. it empirically, I it's like I don't know. I don't see nothing. So, so yeah, so I, I basically, he basically talks numbers and I basically talk to spirits. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's good because you go from other ends of the spectrum, but yeah. that works oh, yeah. so yeah. well together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that is needed, you know, in certain places, especially, you know, places with a lot of activity or even big locations. Now, Shane, have you been to a big location and used? Yeah, I was at the Ferrar School. Okay, that's right. Three okay. stories and I don't know a hundred rooms, probably. Right, right, right. So, so yeah, I, I think that there's actually a market for that. Um, there's because there's there's different people that that like you said, like you investigate differently, and I think that there probably could be some more people that would want to investigate more, like Shane does. You know what I mean? And more yeah. of the whole numbers. And, yeah. And all that. So. Yeah, yeah, and if you want to see what some of it looks like, if you dig back through our episodes, you'll find the Tech Talk with Shane. And yeah. I actually show the piece of equipment and I show some analysis and what graphs, and charts and numbers. And we do some statistics right on the show. I shared my screen and did some stuff. So yeah. I need to do another one of those again. I got new stuff now. Oh, so, see? Yeah. Well, so, anyways, if, you, if you're interested, there you, you go. There's see. another show. So, right. yeah. 
he looked at him how excited he is. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, so we'll do another tech talk real soon. But anyways, yeah, if you want to know how it's, how it's different, um, then uh, go, go have a look at that previous episode. Shane, so, AKA Egon Spangler. Oh my word. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, this is something that would be cool. You guys come to the UK. <laughs> I would love that. I actually have a cousin that lives in London. So, um, yeah, yeah, I have some friends there, Beth Darlington and some of those. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but um, so getting back to um, talking about the, the festival, Dan explained. Um, <clears throat> How long has that been going on now? Five years, you said? Um, prior, before I was doing um, psychic holistic and crafting, beauty fairs and a bit of everything. So we rebranded, relaunched mm -hmm. over 12 months ago. Or was it 2020? No, it was 2020. Okay. Yeah, the COVID, it's that. COVID time. I know, war. it confuses me. You, yeah. you lose all time. <laughs> right. You don't go anywhere and do anything. With, with, with COVID, you just kind of want to erase those two years and just <laughs> with it and just throw it in the trash and say, can we just start over? Yeah, can we yeah. just do this again? Mm -hmm. yeah. Can we just, yeah, can we just have a rewind? And, and right, let's rewind yeah. back to 2020. <laughs> and, yeah, and call it that. I'd like to take two years off my age, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're 100 right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not happy about that. Two years. You're not been able to do anything. So you haven't had to celebrate. So yeah, I think um, I might do the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I I usually ask people who are in the UK. When they're paranormal investigators, have you investigated a castle yet? Yeah. Okay. Um, no fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a so, castle. They don't have castles here. No, yeah, we're I not know. cool enough. We aren't, we aren't old enough. Yeah. <laughs> they have castles. Yeah. There's. To me, I mean, that is probably some of the. I don't know what it is. I I have a love for castles, especially like in Scotland and Ireland and all that. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Has, has there ever been, have you ever been to a location where you found a lot of information and you really didn't know what to do with it? Not for a long time, to be honest. Not for a while, not really been anywhere that's kind of really stood out that we thought, wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This place is going to be epic. And yeah. then it turns out that it's really, not <laughs> yeah yeah more often than not that kind of tends to happen i think so i mean and considering the fact that when you when people watch the, the the ghost shows and stuff like that what they don't understand is what they don't understand is uh, um <laughs> cramming everything into one hour and you know investigating for eight hours or whatever it is there's a lot of dead spots i mean there's a lot of spots yeah. that you're not gonna you're gonna be sitting up or in a dank basement or in a room and nothing is gonna happen for hours and that happens to me all the time yeah <laughs> you <know>. so <laughs> you don't know about it till you get home and you go and look at the data you're like oh stuff right was yeah. going on but i wasn't paying attention yeah or uh, mm -hmm. I, I used to try to try to do the evps right away but you know even then you know yeah. i just so, so, um, Karen, being an investigator, uh, what kind of equipment, like this is Shane's favorite question, what kind of equipment do you guys use? Uh, voice recorders, spirit radios, um, got an obvious three and five, uh, music box, K2s, like the normal stuff that everyone has, um, boards. All sorts of, I can't try and think. Um, I've got a dog. Okay. Got a oh, that's dog. awesome. That's a new one. 
Well, not a real dog. It's literally. Oh, um, oh okay. I'm thinking, man, I guess the animals can sense spirits. Maybe yeah. it should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll be brave enough to do it. No, it's it's actually a children's toy and it's a sensor. It's been fitted to be a sensor. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Trigger um, object. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's literally just a, child, a child's toy. It hasn't been um, changed or played with or oh. Oh, okay. put in. It's just, it's just a, a child's cuddly toy. Awesome. And if you put your hand in front of it, it will sense in it barks. Or That's you cool. press on its back, it will bark. Oh, we need to get one of those. Yeah, no doubt. I'll wire it into my sensor board. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was just something different in... Um, Shockingly and surprisingly, it has actually gone off in the past. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I get motion sensor hits sometimes when nobody's even in the room. So right. it's not impossible. Right, right. Now, Karen, do you have do you have any activity where you live? Um not so much. Did That's years probably ago. good being a psychic. <laughs> yeah, did years ago, but not so much now. But then saying that, actually, a couple of weeks ago, um, I was woken up two nights in a row between two, I think it's about three, three fifteen. Um, somebody stomping around up the stairs, either stomping up them or stomping down them. I was not impressed with that in the slightest. <laughs> I was not happy. Um, I was like, I don't care who you are or what you want. Now is not the time. Right. <laughs> there you go. Leave me alone. Yeah. And then it happened the next night around the same time. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Come on, give me a break. I'd be putting my sensor board on them stairs. Nice. I'd be figuring this out quick. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I was just kind yeah. of like, no. Well, this I'm sure like if you're immersed in time. it all the time, your, your natural <laughs> tendency is just to ignore. Right, right. Yeah, I, I... I'm lucky enough to where I live that I, I don't have any of that, any activity like that. Um, every other place that I've ever lived in has had something and yeah, it gets, it got old after a while, but, but now I'm, I'm, I can sleep through the night and I'm not awoken up or, but I have been able to stay in like different hotels or over the years and, when there's got when there, when some of them hotels are just occupied by so many different people, and that energy that's in there, yeah, that's that's kind of freaky. I stayed at a hotel once that actually um, Frank Sinatra stayed in, wow. and it was the energy in that building was off the charts. It was really pretty crazy, and I actually woke up in the hotel room at the time with a shadow figure standing in front of the window wow. that yeah that was kind of i'll tell you that masonic temple i was in i didn't really see a lot of spikes and dips but the emf in there was just constant pretty high the whole entire investigation right, right. higher than i've seen before in the past for sure so mm -hmm. that was entertaining uh karen what are your thoughts on shadow people so that again, sorry, I was distracted by Shane's grandson. <laughs> we don't sorry. get him real often, so he he showed up. And usually, usually these are at night because you're in the UK. We we moved it up to the afternoon, so usually he's already gone by then. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so I was curious of what you thought of the shadow people, or what your opinion was on them. It's, <clears throat> I've actually done workshops and stuff um, about them, Dif various different people. And it's another, it's, I don't know, it's the honest truth. It's obviously when you work mediumship wise and you work for spirit and you see figures and you see people and everything else that's completely different um so it's it's an awkward one mm -hmm. yeah 
I have the well, same. I, I have the same same kind of opinion. I, I'm I'm not sure what to think. Either way, you know. I mean, I I think it can be a collective of things, you know. And so I just I always want to propose that question to people I talk to because I'd like to get their you know their their take on it, you know. And because I, to be honest with you, really don't know either. You know, so. it's one of those things we just don't know. Right. <clears throat> right. Some people yeah. I've talked to have said that they they're for sure. This is what it is. But it's like even then I know that I, I don't get that yeah. sensation, that feeling. You know what and I mean? I, I, ha I have noticed now that I've been doing a lot more of dark photography, like without any flash, without, you know, where you're taking, you know, 30 second minute, minute and a half long exposures in very dark locations that most of the shadow people kind of just disappear. I mean, because the camera can see so far into the shadow, then you realize, oh, that's just because there's a, you know, a lampshade near the window and it's casting a shadow right. at night. You know, right. I mean, right. you can see the things that you can't, your eyes see it and like, wow, something just moved in the corner and it's dark and it's shimmery. But then you turn the camera around there and you put it on a long exposure so you don't have flash. And all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, it's just you know, the tree outside, or, I mean, you could start right. to see that the shapes that your eyes can't see that much light. Right. You know, right. Um, one thing, yeah. this is the craziest thing I've started doing and, and it probably sounds out there, but I've actually got a small pair of compact binoculars mm -hmm. and I will actually use them inside. <clears throat> I found some that focus pretty close. And so if you're in a large room and you see something happen, you can grab them and look really quick. And of course, most of the time, the added light gathering and the and the zooming up effect, you immediately realize, oh, yeah, it's just something or, you know, like that. So that's an interesting low budget thing that you can add to your kit and even use indoors. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going back. We're talking about the shadow people and this and that. I mean, um. And not realizing and really knowing what they are or who they are and this and that. Um, I've had a tendency to notice, too, that people, what is it called that when people, I can't remember, when people see, think they see something and then your brain turns into saying, this is what you're seeing. The predoya. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I think Same thing with your ears. Your ears hear words that, that your mind mm -hmm. wants to hear. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's the same like when you say, like, excuse me, it's like where it's like playing back EVPs and, and stuff like that. Yep, but same exact thing. Yeah, sometimes it's like, mm, uh, must be tea time. Was it that, or <laughs> was it just gobbledygook? Was it nothing? And right. your brain is just saying it, it's that word, and then you've got the um, I'm trying to think of the right word now. I can't think the word's gone out of my head. Um, where somebody will say, it's this. Mm -hmm. And then you put that in their head. So then, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what it was. Yes. Yes. That, I heard that too. That's what I heard. Confirmation yeah. bias is the, yeah. the term yeah. for that. Yeah. Well, and the, the best thing to do for that is if you have a piece of, of evidence, an EVP evidence, and you've got five people in the group, and you go to each and every one of them and say, listen to this and tell me what you think it is. And then, you know, then just say, hey, this is what I think it is. And tell them a different word every time to see if that actually works. You know what I mean? That if that actually. So then you go back to these five people and they're like, it said this, this, and this. And then so that would, you know, either debunk or confirm your kind of that bias. You know, yeah. sometimes we do that uh, during our EVP sessions, but we, the way we do it is we break our team into two pieces. One mm -hmm. person, one group does the EVP session just like normal, records on a voice recorder, and then somebody goes in real quick with audacity or whatever and cuts out just the answers to the questions, but not the mm -hmm. questions themselves, and just mm -hmm. labels them one dot wave, two dot wave, three dot wave, just label them generic. Then give them to the other team and tell them, okay, 
play each of the wave files and write down any words you hear in there. And then mm -hmm. when you come back together, you, then you basically have the questions on one side and the answers on the other. Then you can compare, did the questions equal the words that the second team wrote down? Right. And right. if they do, that's a really high confirmation. If they don't, which 99% of the time happens, then that takes uh, most of the confirmation bias out of the mm -hmm. picture. Right. So. Right. No, I, and wish, I, think, I wish more groups would do it. That that's, I was just going to say, I, I think that that needs to be done more. You know what I mean? I mean, I know it's kind of, it can be kind of tedious and that, but you know what? I mean, it, it kind of gives people that, that whole perception of maybe I, maybe, I mean, I don't know if he, somebody could train their brain not to do that, but it's you just, can't. Kind of, you and, know, you know <laughs> yeah, you can't, you know, I but, wish. The thing is, is, I mean, there's two, there's two kinds of groups. There's the entertainment group that just wants to make stuff for TV. And then there's the science heavy duty groups that want to do the research. And pretty much if you want to do the research and, and get the answers, you gotta, you gotta get that bias out. Right. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so Karen, uh, I had another question for you. Um, being a medium, what do you think of psychometry? It's something I believe in. Okay. Um, now, have you ever done psychometry with pictures? I have years ago. Um, it's very draining. In an envelope. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's very it's it's very draining. I I used to have I still have people send me pictures all the time and try to get you know something out of it and. A lot of people, I always thought that psychometry was just physical held hand, you know, holding it in your hand or touching it or something like that. But I guess um, from what I understood, you know, when I took different classes, it was, there's a whole different gamut of that stuff. And I just thought that was fascinating. So, mm -hmm. you know, but, um, you know, there's so many, there's, there's other mediums now that, really it's not it's kind of like not the meat and potatoes medium you know i mean you, you, mm -hmm. you there's so many different things that people say that are that they could do and they are available that i had no idea you know i, I just it was just kind of wild but and i've had different mediums psychics on the show and i'll tell you what they all bring something different and there i i do believe that there's not any one same person that's gifted i think they're all different you know so mm -hmm. but yeah yeah um, the same everyone yeah. works differently right so so as a psychic what what are you what are your uh focuses on i mean the psychics all have different you know areas what what is your expertise area x i wouldn't call it expertise um, <laughs> um I work for spirit more than I do anything else. I don't work sure. for the person that is sitting in front of me. I work for spirit. And I okay. always explain it. That's how I always explain it to everyone uh, whenever I do readings. Is it you get what you, well, you, you know, you, you get what you're given. Mm -hmm. Whatever I get is what I give you. It's not what you want. It's not what you want to hear. It's. Yeah it may not be the person that you're desperate to talk to you'll have who is actually here and that's just kind of how it works it's it's not a case of it's not a dialogue like oh yeah just fancy talking to auntie betty so you know any chance you can get to pop in and, and have a quick chat you know because that's how some people think it works they yeah. think that yeah. It's that easy. It was, um, it's like I was at a party last night and, the, you know, you shouldn't mix spirits with spirits. And that's why I always say to everyone. Um, I agree. And I think there was like three or four people that I landed up speaking to at the big, like towards the beginning of the evening. Um, okay. I'm like, oh, what? Well, you do that? That's mad. We didn't know that. I'm like, oh no, that's it. And then now. the floodgates opened. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's kind of like how it happened. And so um I did read 
many, many things. Like just some or did some aura readings and stuff like that, and um, and tapped into some different people and stuff. And I was like, right, that's enough now. No more, because <laughs> I'm here to enjoy myself, not right. work. <laughs> this is my work. night off. Leave me alone. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I get that at work. Actually, I'll be at work, and there'll be people that will come up to me that know what I do, and I'll be like, I'm at work. Come on. You know, I've, I've had so have you ever been stateside? Yeah, huh? Have, have, has Karen ever been stateside? Have you been here? Oh, okay. No. Um, I was just going to ask you if you knew if, if, if America had different energy than UK, but if you haven't been over here, I guess that'd be a little bit, a little bit out there. Yeah, it, it's a it's a never never thing. I it won at some point. I will. Oh, I'd love to go to the UK. I mean, yeah, I, so I gotta test out one of them castles with my crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody wants to come. Every time I speak to anybody, they're like, "We want to come there," and I'm like, "But I want to come there." So, so we'll trade. We'll trade. I said this to someone. I was it not last year, year before. I was doing an interview. I was actually doing the interview. I was interviewing someone. And I can't remember who it was, and um. I think it actually might have been the Rave Chasers. I think it might have been those guys, and I'll talk to them. Um, and I turned around and said, right, that's it. You know what we need to do? We need to do exchanges, paranormal exchange. So you come here, we go there. We do, that you know how they awesome. do like a house swap? We do a paranormal exchange instead. So <laughs> and I said, that's, that's a great idea. And they were like, maybe you're onto something. Maybe this is something that could actually be a reality. I'm like, oh my god, how much hard work was that going to be? No, a nightmare that would especially be with COVID travel now. Mm-hmm. Getting on a plane is almost impossible. Right. Yeah, that's a long swim. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're change. Um, the rules over here are changing. Um, yeah. Flights and everything have already changed. So, all the people that are flying in from the US to come to the convention. Um, have not got to do two COVID tests now. That's good. Oh, wow. Because they have, um, we had to do a COVID test 48 hours before um, flying and had to do one within 48 hours of arriving and then had to do another one before going back. Wow. And blah, 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 blah. Whereas <laughs> now they haven't got to do it. Um, masks have been stopped. Yep, same, mostly for us. Um, like in hospitals and stuff, obviously, still wearing them. But so yeah. no one's going to have to wear a mask at the convention now because obviously that was a concern for some people. That's um, cool. So we can actually go ahead as planned. We did actually move it. It was supposed to have already happened. It should have happened last September. But because of COVID, we moved it to... Um, moved it to, to March instead, basically, mm. because it was kind of like, we can't have a convention if you can't have any speakers because they can't get here. And <laughs> you enough. can't have any guests because everyone's too scared to book anything mm. and to right. stay in a hotel and whatever. So it was moved. So I see Sarah's in the comments, uh, commenting, she's coming to the convention. <laughs> um yeah. Hmm? yeah so uh yeah uh, it would be great to to go over there to investigate and um and we have you know conventions coming up here um we have uh, the one that i'm working on going to is gettysburg mm-hmm. and it's in august so yeah, talking about you know staying in a hotel and with masks, and I'm hoping by then that all this COVID stuff will have gone down, you know, kind of deceased a little bit more. And yeah, I should hope so. You know, yeah, I, mean, I think in the next couple of months things are going to be a big change. So I think that it's you know. So we I wonder. We're if- going to lift all restrictions in March here. <clears throat> But there has been talk about lifting all the restrictions the end of Feb instead. That'd be cool. Wow. See, I wonder if there's more paranormal activity because of the COVID, just because we have so many more souls on the other side. 
<laughs> yeah. I thought about that the other day when I was. Oh, yeah. was, was like, you know what? You know, you're not the. You're the second person to say that. Actually, wow. And to mention that, saying, do you think? Because obviously, going back to your previous question earlier on about, oh, I think that it's changed things, like with the lockdowns and the COVID situation, and everything. But yeah, you're the second person in about a month that has said to me a similar thing, saying about, uh -huh. well. You know, it's unfortunate so many souls have been lost through yeah. it, through that period right. of time. But the soul pool is getting deeper. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's something to, to think about, you know. But Well, there's more dead people than live people. Yeah. If you go out throughout history, I mean, obviously. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> This is crazy. But yeah, I mean, hopefully and praying that this all stops and, you know, some a lot of people say, oh, it's not ever going to go back to normal. I think it will for the most part. I think you're still going to have a lot of holdouts, people that are just not going to want to. Yeah. You know what paranoid I mean? Paranoid people. Right, right, <laughs> right. And I'm not a paranoid person. I mean, I have Me my either. moments, but no. I mean, I just... I have to work with a mask all day, so. Oof. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Especially when you're doing nine, ten-hour days. Mm. Oh, you know? no. So. Yeah, it's not fun. No, it's not. But so, uh, why don't we? Now. Well, why don't we kind of wrap things up here a little bit? Um, we're getting on our hour, so mm -hmm. um, if you would want to, kind of give the festival another plug. And show and tell people where you can find it on social media and where they could find you, Karen. Okay, so first of all, then explained. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're absolutely everywhere. Um, we've got a website which is www.festivalandthenexplained.com. Um, there are tickets still available, so there are. We have. It runs from Friday to Sunday, but the VIP package is completely sold out. But we do have Saturday, Sunday tickets, either day, fairy day tickets at £55 each, or we've also still got elemental tickets. Um, and we've been doing an offer on those this month at two for 250 So that includes all the speakers, all the stalls all day on Saturday, and the live band DJ and party the Saturday night, including your dinner, and then all the talks. Um, wow, that's fun. Stalls again on the Sunday. So we have been running a special offer of two elemental tickets for two fifty. Um, doesn't include accommodation. That is separate. It is a spa hotel, so you are when you stay at the hotel, you have access to all the facilities in the hotel. So the sauna, jacuzzi, steam room, pool, gym, so wow. on, so on, so on. Um. So you can have a load of fun, paranormal fun in ufology, in crypto, in witchcraft, and all the rest of it, and then you can go chill too. So you, you can you can have a little bit of something for everyone. That's super awesome. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, if I, if I could get there. <laughs> so yeah, the Friday we go to two historic locations, and we've we've got two historic tours. So that's just the VIP. Um, ticket holders and all of the speakers will be in attendance so you'll spend the whole day with them we'll have a light lunch out together then friday evening we've got a meal we've got ghost stories with um time and end twistle from um, the pendle about the pendle hill witches um, and then patty is ending the evening for us with a seance with the whole group so that's with the public and all the speakers little table um, tipping going on <laughs> So yeah, well, you never know. So then, so yeah, there's um, so yeah, so it's three days, two days, and then we've also got the ghost hunt tickets. We weren't going to originally do one, but then because of people were like, oh, we really want to, we want to investigate with these people. We're never going to get a chance to meet them again. It's like a one-off opportunity. So we have got ghost hunt tickets um, for the Sunday night, which is a separate ticket. And that's also available on our website. And they're 85, but you get to investigate with 
Patty, Rob, Dan, Mike, Chris, Brannon. Unfortunately, you get stuck with me too because I'll be there. <laughs> but you know, you can't have everything. I don't think that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's only a downside to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, come and join us. Yeah. Yes, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for, for coming on and talking to us about all this stuff. Um, yeah, it's when we get together like this, me and Shane, and, and we, we're always, we have the best time with our guests. I mean, yeah, you guys are you're awesome. Yeah, this is not an exciting. So this was awesome. So well, thank you for inviting and thank you for having me on. It's very much appreciated. Yeah, no, anytime. Um, if you ever want to come back, you're more than welcome. Let Jay know. He'll, he'll hook you up. Yep, most definitely. So I want to so I want to thank everybody and I want to thank my co-host Shane. Um I also want to give a plug out or shout out to um Parapost people who don't know who what Parapost is or, or where they you can find them is on Facebook and it's also an app that you can download on iTunes or on Apple and also um Google Play. Check it out. It's pretty cool. This is our new uh, one of our new platforms that we're streaming on, and we'll be doing a lot more on this. And we want to thank um, Lex, Brian, and Taryn for this opportunity for us to, to do this. So, again, yeah, until job, next week, we'll see you guys later. All right. See you. Bye. Ya.